We love to explain quantum physics and the mysteries of the universe, but the mysteries of finance, not so much. Intuit helps you demystify your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Understanding standard deductions or interest rates can be very complicated and tricky with big potential consequences. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures, visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What if you could slip in and out of the world you're currently in? Are you talking about, like, opening a door to another dimension? Because you know that's just science fiction, right? <laughs> Is it really? Are you sure? There could be more to the world than the world we see around us. You know, like, there's this 3D world we live in, but maybe this world that we're in actually kind of extends somewhere else. It's certainly true that we know very little about how the universe works. So there's the possibility to sort of blow things open and discover that the universe is rich in ways we hadn't imagined. And one of the highest candidates in my mind is this concept that there might be other dimensions to space and time. Wow. Well, I'm excited about this podcast. I feel like it's going to add a whole new dimension to our conversation. I feel like you worked way too hard for that little <laughs> joke. <laughs> but I laughed at she, it anyway. Cue the theme song. Cue the theme song. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jorge. And I'm Daniel. And we are the authors of the book, We Have No Idea. And this is our podcast. Daniel and Jorge explain the universe. Today on the podcast... Extra dimensions. 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 And also non-extra dimensions, the ones you know and love and shake your booty to on Friday nights. What is a dimension? Sorry, there's essential dimensions and then there's extra dimensions. <laughs> I feel like there's some sort of judgment you're making there, like extra, like <laughs> second class dimensions or not necessary dimensions. Or if you had to cut them away, you know, you could just prune them out of your life without yeah. thinking twice. You don't need them to make a podcast, apparently. 
<laughs> Actually, I think, as you'll discover when we break this down, explain what dimensions are, all the dimensions that exist are absolutely essential for physics to work. Mm. And you know, physics is foreign fundamental. If physics doesn't work, nothing works. Yeah, and these days I feel like we kind of need an emergency dimension too, just in case, you know? You mean you want a trap door where you can slip into some emergency dimension where nobody can hear you scream? Uh, yeah, or, you know, just uh, throw some uh, extra heat from global warming or... Yeah, that would be awesome. Just like a venting dimension. Just like <laughs> <laughs> the garbage chute dimension. <laughs> you want to just have like a, a black circle on the on the uh, floor of your office where you can press a button and suck anything you want into, into another dimension. But uh, this is a really mind-blowing topic and really kind of challenges your, your what you know about the world around you. We were curious about what people out there thought about extra dimensions and how many of them are there. Yeah, so I went around and I asked people, I said, what is a dimension and how many do you think there are? Here's what they had to say. Uh, I'm not sure, but when I was watching Interstellar, I heard there was five dimensions, so I was like, uh, but realistic, realistic, I don't know. I heard of a four dimension, fifth dimension, I don't know if anything beyond that. I don't cool. know. I've heard of the fifth dimension, the sixth dimension, the movies we have seen. Right, yeah. Right, so, I mean, using time as a conundrum, there can be many dimensions, and you can right. go from one dimension to another. No, I don't know scientifically. I just know, like, fictionally, like, uh -huh. when they say there's, like, different dimensions, and I think of, like, kind of like time traveling, but, and I don't know how many dimensions okay. there are. Cool. All right. Not a lot of deep knowledge about dimensions. Yes, uh, definitely some deep misunderstandings about what dimensions are. Some people out there seem to have some concept, you know, that dimensions are not universes, that they're not parallel places you can go to, mm -hmm. but that they're like a direction in space. Mm -hmm. So we have some knowledge, but also a lot of misconceptions. So that totally motivates this podcast. We should really break this down and explain from the beginning, what is a dimension? Yeah, because in science fiction, you always see them talk about dimensions as if it's like another parallel universe. You know, like, it's just like ours, but it's in another dimension. Yeah, creature from the other dimension. But that's kind of how it's used normally, right? Like in doorway to another dimension and the version of you in another dimension. That's right. It's really used to mean parallel universe. Somehow. Yeah. Why do you think science fiction writers started using that word dimension for this concept of a parallel universe? I don't know. And um, I have a lot of things to say about that, but I don't want to because I love science fiction. <laughs> and I don't want to get on the, on the bad side of science uh -huh. fiction writers. Okay. Um, I think a lot of times they don't have as deep a grasp of the science as they think they do. Mm. And they imagine they understand it. And so they end up misusing a word. Um, like I read a lot of science fiction with the Higgs boson in it. And the Higgs boson in those fictional universes has nothing in common with the Higgs boson in our universe. Except for like how it's spelled on the page. Mm. So I think they appropriate you know, terms they hear in science and they use them as for whatever plot device they need. Well, let's break it down. So in science fiction, another dimension means like a parallel universe. But in physics, it means something else. It doesn't mean a whole nother universe. It means just uh, another direction of space, right? That's right. You can think of the question, what is a dimension, as another way of saying like, how many numbers do you need to specify where you are? right? Imagine that you're some being that lives on a string. It's a one-dimensional world. What that means is that there's only one direction you can move. And so you can specify exactly where you are in that world with just one number, which is 
how far along you are in that string, right? Mm. Imagine like a ruler, a single ruler. And if you say, hey, meet me at 6.5, there's no other place that's 6.5, right? You just need one number to tell you where you are on that string. It's kind of like your coordinates in a GPS map. Yeah, exactly. Like on a flat map, you only need two numbers, right? Up and down to know where you are on a flat map. Yeah, exactly. So in one dimension, you need one number. In two dimensions, which is like a surface, like a flat piece of paper or the surface of the earth, you need two numbers, right, for mm -hmm. two dimensions. So yeah. that's why you need like longitude and latitude. If you're on a two-dimensional surface, like the surface of the earth, and you just tell somebody your latitude, like meet me at this latitude, there's an infinite number of places that have that latitude. It's not enough to specify your location. So in two dimensions, you need two numbers. That's what dimension means, right? Being in two-dimensional world means you need two numbers to specify it. Mm. And so 3D means three dimensions means you need three numbers to specify where you are. Like not just where in the map, but also how high up you are. Yeah, exactly. So if you're flying an airplane, right, you need to know exactly where you are, longitude and latitude, but also your altitude, right? You need to know. That would be important, um, yeah, to know that would be so important. that you don't crash yeah. two planes together. Yeah, or into a mountain or something, right? Mm. Because you can be at the same longitude and latitude, but different altitudes and so be quite safe, right? So three-dimensional world needs three dimensions to specify where you are. So it's mostly just about directions. So like instead of calling it dimensions, you could just call it directions, right? Kind of, right? Like you could say in our 3D world, we have up and down, left, right, forward, backwards. Those are the three yeah. main directions. Yeah, and, and there's an important concept there, which is not just main directions, but orthogonal directions, directions that uh, don't overlap, right? So that mm. moving in one of them doesn't change your position in another. You mean they're like in a corner of a cube, you know, there's 90 degrees between each direction. That's right. So imagine yourself on a chessboard or something, right? And you can hop left or right uh, just along one row. It doesn't change which column you're on. Mm. Uh, that's because those two directions are orthogonal. They're, they don't affect each other. You can move right. independently in those two. Right Now, you could put a third dimension on a piece of paper. You could put a third direction, like a diagonal direction, but then moving along it would change your direction in the other two. So that's how you know on a piece of paper that there are only two dimensions because there's no place to add a third one. Oh, I see. They need to be like totally independent directions. Exactly, exactly. Okay, got it. So that's three dimensions, and so dimensions is kind of like directions. So then if we add more dimensions, that means that what does that even mean? Yeah, so in order for there to be more dimensions, then there have to be more ways that you can move, right? It means that uh, specifying your position just with three numbers isn't enough, right? There's like another way that you can be at those three places, but not be on top of each other, right? That space has this other way you can move. And this is really hard to think about, right? Because we are used to being in a three-dimensional world. We understand depth and height and 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 width and these sort of ways to move. It's hard to imagine like where things could go or where this dimension could be, right? Yeah. But I think it's interesting to think about how long people have been thinking that way. You know, I think um, thousands of years ago, people weren't thinking in terms of three dimensions. The whole concept of dimensions is actually fairly new and scientific. What do you mean? You know, it's only a few hundred years old. You know, Descartes came up with Cartesian coordinates. He was the first person to really lay this idea out, that there was a space around us and that you could define it mathematically in terms of a few independent directions. Yeah, but like ancient civilizations, they could build pyramids and buildings and columns and blocks, right? And it's not like they thought in 2D. Well, it's not clear how they thought. I mean, they lived in 3D, right? Certainly they lived in the world and they could understand it. But look at their art. You know, their art was really flat. 
the whole concept of like perspective and geometry and art is only a few hundred years old. And some people even think that art might have led the way, you know, that people, artists trying to figure out how to make an image look accurate, mm-hmm. develop this concept of perspective in order to describe it. And it's out of that idea of perspective and geometry changed the way people thought about the space in front of them. Mathematically speaking, you mean? Mathematically speaking, yeah, that They gave us a more mathematical view of the very world we live in. Mm. And this is one of the core problems is that it's hard to pull apart the way you think and think about the ways you could be thinking, right? Other ways that you could imagine the world because it's so ingrained in you. It's just the way you are. It's really difficult to imagine what it'd be like to live in another country or to use another kind of toilet or whatever, right? Because these are just the way we live and we think it's basic and inherent to everything, but it might not be. So at some point somebody said, hey, hey guys, wait a minute. If we're going to do science, we, we got to think about these directions of space. Yeah. And the whole concept of space is, is even kind of new. I mean, Aristotle didn't believe in space. What? He thought everything was filled, right? He's like, there's no void. Everything is filled. There's no gap between me and the air surrounding me. Mm. You know, he didn't believe in atoms, right? He thought air was a continuous fluid and everything was continuous and the whole concept of like a huge universe out there mostly empty was an anathema to, to Aristotle and you know Aristotle was an influential dude so people thought that way for a long long time and it wasn't until much later that people embraced this concept of space and you know Descartes invented this this coordinate system which now seems like totally trivial right i love these inventions in history where you're like Dude, dude just wrote down X, Y, Z, and he's like a genius and like a you know, staggering genius <laughs> in the history of intellectual thought. Like, it's so obvious. But that's a clue that the concept was so deep and fundamental and insightful that it changed the way everybody thinks so much that you can't even imagine another way, right? Mm. It's like when you see a, a joke in a movie. You wish you had been born a few hundred years ago so you could, you know, <laughs> become more famous a little bit more easily. I don't think I would have been a man of leisure and had the opportunity <laughs> to do any science. Plus, a few hundred years ago, like the food wasn't nearly as good, so I'm pretty happy to be alive now. Yeah, I think the bathrooms were also less uh, comfortable. <laughs> and man, the broadband was terrible. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like when you see a trope in a movie and you're like, oh my God, what a cliche. Mm-hmm. And then you discover, oh, this is the movie that invented that cliche. And actually, it's totally forward thinking. And at the time, it was it was a crazy idea, right? That's how crazy the idea of dimensions was at the time. Mm. And then Newton extended it to space, right? He said, well, if the laws of physics are the same on the Earth as they are out in the cosmos, that these three dimensions should extend all the way out and they could go on forever. And wow. so this whole concept of thinking of the world around us as having three dimensions and that we move through it in this space is actually kind of new. Okay, so we think that there are only three dimensions in our world. I mean, that's what we're used to. We're used to only being able to move forward, backwards, left and right, up and down. Yeah. And so now this idea is that maybe in the same universe that we're in, you can also move in other directions that are sort of invisible or not apparent to us right now. Yeah, and so let's think that through. Like, what would that be like? And we talked at the top of the program about, you know, could you disappear into another dimension? Yeah, let's get into it. But first, let's take a quick break. You know that feeling after you've done a deep spring clean of your house when you realize, wow, 
How have I been living like this? It's kind of like how you feel when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, while Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording all this? So it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Personally, I've used Mint Mobile, and the calls are always so crisp and so clear. All of their plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. So it's time to ditch your overpriced wireless and go with Mint Mobile's limited time deal for three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash universe. That's mintmobile.com slash universe. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash universe. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Slower speeds above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place, full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities. But it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Okay, so how can there be more than three dimensions around me right now? How is that even possible? Well, almost anything is possible. I mean, we should take everything we know about physics with a huge grain of salt, right? Because everything we've learned is something we've learned by studying a tiny little slice of the kinds of stuff in the universe only around us here on Earth for the last few decades, basically. So a lot of things that we think could be wrong. We should be prepared for almost anything you think is fundamentally obviously true to be overthrown by physics in the next few decades. Okay, so you're saying um, physicists are salty, A, and B... (laughs) Not even the things we take for granted, like three dimensions, we're certain about. Is that what you're saying? That's right. In fact, we're pretty sure there are more than three dimensions. I mean, no concrete proof, but if the world would make more sense if there were more than three dimensions. Wow. Well, I guess um, I, something we had in our book that I always like was this idea that why only three dimensions? 
Yeah. Like what is special about the number three, right? Yeah. Yeah, three is a weird number. Like there's no argument in physics that says there must be only three dimensions. So that's a weird thing. It's weird. And mathematicians don't like the number three either. You know, they like simple numbers. Zero, pi, e. Nobody but the Catholic Church thinks that three is a deep fundamental number in the universe, right? Um, Why don't we think about like what it would be like if we saw something that was four-dimensional? Okay. So uh, I can move forward, backwards, left, right, up and down. And I can also move in this other fourth dimension. Yeah, let's invent a name for this fourth dimension. Okay. You're the creative one. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, red, blue. <laughs> okay. Marshmallow <Awesome>. unicorn. <laughs> Marshmallow unicorn. No, I like red and blue. That's cool. So before we think about the fourth dimension, let's practice by thinking about three dimensions as if we were two-dimensional beings, right? Say we lived on the surface of a piece of paper. Okay. okay so we're flat Daniel, flat Jorge, talking on a flat podcast, somehow delivered to you. Meaning like we're stuck in a comic book. Yes, exactly. Right, or a TV screen. Yeah, we are comic characters on a comic page. Now, of course, we live in a three-dimensional world, but as comic book characters, we're not aware of that. We can only see our two dimensions. Right, we're moving around inside the page, we're walking around each other, we're bumping into each other, but we're still stuck on the page. Yeah. Now imagine what happens if a three-dimensional object passes through the page, right? Mm. What do we sense? What is that like for us to experience a higher dimensional object? It would suddenly um, appear, right? Or if it was, I guess if it was a like a sphere, like a ball going into our page, we would see first the dot and then it would get bigger and bigger and bigger and then it would get smaller and smaller and smaller. Like it would just suddenly appear. Yes, exactly. Because it's moving in this dimension we can't understand or appreciate or measure, right? And so we just see a slice of it. We see the two-dimensional slice of this three-dimensional object. And that slice is changing as it moves through this dimension that we can't observe or or notice, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the useful strategy, right? That's how you think about going up one dimension. So now we're in a three-dimensional world, right? Meaning we're 3D people, flesh and blood, et cetera. And now imagine somebody, a four-dimensional being, passes a four-dimensional sphere through our universe. The analogy tells us that it would start out looking like an object appearing and then growing and then shrinking, right? And um, so that's how you see a higher dimensional object. You only observe your dimensional slice of it. So we see a three-dimensional slice of a four-dimensional sphere. It would do things that 3D spheres just can't do. You'd only see part of it. That's right, yeah. Because a 3D slice has three dimensions, right? It looks like a physical object. But because it can move in this fourth dimension, it can do things that make no sense to us, right? It can seem Uh, to disappear or change or grow or whatever. It's like you call it a slice, but it's it's almost also like the shadow or the projection of that thing in our world. Ooh, I like that. Projection, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so that's what... But what what would it feel like for me to move in this other dimension? Like if I'm sitting here talking to you and then suddenly I decided to move in the other direction, what would that be like? Well, if you are a three-dimensional being and you can only observe three dimensions, right? So you can't tell where you are in this fourth dimension, then you're going to be seeing different 3D projections of that 4D world. And so the whole world around you would change. It would change. Yeah, the same way a 4D object passing through your 3D world would shift and change in ways that don't make sense to you. Mm-hmm. If you, as a 3D object, pass through a 4D world, then the whole world around you could change. Like, what does your house look like in this fourth dimension? Is it the same? Does it change? Does it disappear? Does it have a finite extent in this fourth dimension so that if you move through that fourth dimension, your house disappears? 
right? You're not observing the whole thing. Okay, I'm getting a 3D headache. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting a 3D headache. Exactly. Imagine a cartoon character walking through our world, right? Only Uh perceiving in two dimensions. Things would suddenly appear to them and disappear, and the whole world around them would would be changing constantly. It would be very hard to understand. Oh, I see. So you're saying, like, if I can move in four dimensions, but maybe my house didn't have a four-dimensional aspect to it, then it would just disappear once I moved into this other dimension. Yeah, like that comic, that 2D comic book character jumping off the page, right? Oh. If they can still only experience 2D, then the world around them, the comic world they've known and loved, disappears instantly, right? Wow. Okay, so then it could it could be sort of like in science fiction where it's a whole nother world, right? Like not really a whole nother world. It's like it's a larger. It's an expansion of our world. We or we are a slice of a larger world. Mm. Okay. I could change my uh, red-blue coordinate. And what if there's a whole nother world in another red-blue coordinate? Then I would sort of be moving to another world. Yeah, absolutely. That could totally scientifically actually happen. But there wouldn't be a door and there'd probably be no marshmallows (laughs) and no unicorns. But, you know, I can't guarantee. Like I said, we should be prepared for everything. I think think all physics theories should have that caveat, you know. (laughs) Ergo sum, this is true. May not include marshmallows. (laughs) Pack your own marshmallows. It's Double a- <laughs> footnote. Forget about the unicorns and the marshmallows. Right. BYO marshmallows. Okay, so it's all about kind of like slices of reality and projections of reality. That's what it'd be like to move between dimensions. Yeah. And so if you're moving through these dimensions and things are changing, then you have to build in your mind the sort of four-dimensional map of this space. You're like, okay, when I'm on the red end of this dimension, the world looks like this. When I'm on the blue end, the world looks like that. And then you can sort of interpolate between and get an idea of how things change as you move through this fourth red-blue dimension, right? Um, But you have a little bit of practice with that already because in some sense, you already know how to move through a fourth dimension. Mm. And that's time, right? Oh, right. Time, people sometimes call it the fourth dimension. Yeah, exactly. If you think about time as another dimension, like a a direction you can move, it's Mm. good practice because moving through time is different from moving in like X, Y, or Z, right? There's no replacing one with the other. It's not like... You can do it while standing still. Yes, exactly. It's independent, right? And really to specify where you are, you need to say when also. You can't say, hey, meet me at Lexington and 4th Avenue. You know, um, you have to say, well, tomorrow, next year, (laughs) yesterday. Like, when are we meeting, right? Um, So you you really do need to specify time. And also it's in this time direction, you're used to the world changing. Like the world is different now than it was 100 years ago and it will be different in 100 years. The Uh whole 3D world does evolve through time. And you're used to sort of making a understanding of the world through time. So it's not that much of a brain meld to think that the world is changing through this fourth dimension because you're, you're used to doing that a little bit with time. Mm, it's kind of like a, a videotape. If you scrub it back and forth, if you hit rewind and forwards backwards, it's like the world changes, but it doesn't move. That's right, exactly. Mm. And, you know, listen to our podcast about time travel to know how time is different from the other dimensions, right? It's It's like another dimension, but it's not actually like another dimension. Right, it has all sorts of special rules and we don't understand it at all. And one of these days we're going to have time to sit down and do a whole podcast about how time is weird, but that's not the time for today. (laughs) We'll run out of time. (laughs) Um, Time after time. Cool. Well, I guess the question is, why are we even entertaining these crazy ideas about dimensions? Like what makes us think that there could be more dimensions than the three we're in? 
Yeah, that's a great question. But before we get into it, let's take a quick break. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities. But it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. What makes physicists think that there's more than three dimensions in our universe? Well, number one, physicists hope there's more dimensions because that would be like <laughs> a crazy discovery and awesome and like mind-blowing. It's there could be more funding in that other dimension, like a pot of cats. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Or you just have more lab space or something. So it's just, it's like <laughs> on the list of crazy ideas you would love to discover because it reveals that the universe is different from the way you always uh, thought it was. And I see. Nobody said there can't be more dimensions and so therefore it's tantalizing to be the one who discovers it that's right but it's more than that we have some concrete hints that there might be more dimensions and hint number one is this the unification of space and time into a concept called space time right mm. and this is albert einstein more than 100 years ago he noticed that if you think of space and time together as one four-dimensional world right that a lot of things mathematically make a lot of sense um, things just sort of unify. But most importantly, it helps us understand what gravity is, right? So we're used to thinking of forces and space is totally different, right? Mm -hmm. Force of gravity is something that pulls you through space, pushes you away or whatever. Um, it helps you move through space. But Einstein, by bringing time and space together into space-time, made this argument that actually gravity is not a force. It's just a bending of space, 
right? You curve space in a certain way, and then it's very natural for the Earth to go around the sun. Or mm. the Earth makes a bending of space, and so gravity is just you sort of falling into the well that the Earth makes in space, mm. right? So Einstein said, "Hey, actually, there are aren't actually there aren't three dimensions. There's actually four, and so yeah. that's kind of kicked things off. That kicks things off, and then people thought, well." If you can explain gravity, this force we all know and love in terms of other dimensions, can we explain the other forces in terms of other dimensions, right? And so guys said, well, if you make five dimensions, then you can kind of explain electromagnetism, right? Maybe electromagnetism isn't a force either. It's just mm. a way of bending in five dimensions. Whoa. And then to explain the other forces, you add another dimension. You explain what? the other forces, you add another dimension. Meaning like uh, the reason two magnets are attracted to the, each other is not some kind of magical force. It's just that in this fifth dimension, they want to be together. Yeah, or that magnets are um, the manifestation of space, five-dimensional space getting bent in such a way that it's the most natural thing for these things to do to slide together or to be pushed apart. And exactly Whoa. the way that gravity is a bending of four-dimensional space. Uh -huh. Maybe the, the idea goes that space has more dimensions 8, 9, 10, 11. This is why you might hear sometimes that space might have 11 dimensions. 10 spatials, 10 physical dimensions of motion and one for time. Let's just go, with, let's just go for the baker's dozen, you know? Why not? <laughs> this is not like a, an auction where, where we say, <laughs> let's figure out what the universe is. I hear 12 going once. Let's anybody for 13. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how physics conferences go? No, no. You've been out of academia a little too long, I think, Jorge. That's not the way we figure out the way the world works. Um, it's not like the price is right, you know, who can get the closest <laughs> without going over. <laughs> Welcome to Physics the Game Show. Ba, 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 um, ba, ba. <laughs> but it turns out if you want to explain the four fundamental forces we have, mm. right, gravity, mm -hmm. electromagnetism, the weak force and the strong force, you need 10 physical dimensions, 10 dimensions of motion and one dimension of time. Really? Like that's part of the current theory of physics? Is that there are 11 dimensions? That's one theory of physics, yeah. It's um, a theory that involves strings, right? So string theory maybe you've heard of. Mm. And it says that the universe has 10 dimensions and that three of them are physical that we can move through. And that the other ones are ways that the universe can bend, that the space can bend, that explains what forces are. Oh, really? I never knew that about string theory, is that it's, it uses these dimensions to explain the other forces. Yeah, Wow. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of questions there like, why are these three dimensions seem to be infinite and orthogonal and physical? And mm -hmm. the other dimensions are like these curled up little wrinkles that you can't like notice or move through. I mean, somebody out there might be saying, okay, maybe there are 10 dimensions. How do I move through those? Why can't I notice them? Um, you know, what's going on with those other dimensions? Even if they do explain uh, the forces, where are they, right? Right. And the thing is that the dimensions that we know and love, X, Y, and Z, might be different from those dimensions. Because X, Y, and Z, we think, go on forever. I mean, we don't know how long the universe goes. Meaning they don't have to be straight, right? Like a, another yeah. a fifth dimension, sixth dimension, it could be like a little curly loop. Or it could be, who knows, right? That's right. We don't even know about X, Y, Z if they eventually curl around themselves and come back to where you what? started. We don't know if you go straight forever, if you run out of space or come back to where you started. But let's assume for now that X, Y, and Z go on forever. The universe mm -hmm. is infinite and you and there's an infinite number of locations in X, Y, and Z and you can go on forever and never come back to where you started. That's probably not true for the other dimensions. The other dimensions we're pretty sure are rolled up little curls. 
tiny, tiny little curls, like 10 to the minus 30 centimeters or wow. 10 to the minus 10 centimeters. Meaning that like if my coffee cup suddenly took off and went off into this one of these other dimensions, it would just make a little loop. Like it would disappear and then come back. Yeah, that there aren't many places to go in these other dimensions. Uh, and also, we don't even really know what it would be like to notice those dimensions. I mean... Um, if those dimensions don't play a role in our lives, then, you know, we have, and we have no senses in, in which to detect motion in those dimensions. And also if motion in those dimensions is really limited because they're really super duper tiny, then you might not even notice, right? The takeaway is that those other dimensions, if they exist, are really small, um, and looped up on themselves. So they're really different from the kind of dimensions we're familiar with. So while physicists suspect that there are dimensions of space, they're probably not the dimensions you can move through or extend your house into or go and gallop on unicorns while gobbling marshmallows. (laughs) Wouldn't be like the ones that we have and know about. They'll be really weird and different and pretty small. Yeah. And so mostly they would confirm like our understanding of the way forces work and maybe string theory. And, you know, there's a bunch of variants of string theory. Uh, There's one variant of string theory called bosonic string theory that suggests 26 dimensions in order to get all the math to work out really, really nicely. How do they pick these numbers? Is it just from the math or they... uh... I don't think they're just like, you know, going out for Froyo and being doing like, hey man, how many dimensions do you think there are? I'm doing 26 (laughs) today. Is that your model of how physics is happening? I guess what I mean is like 26 makes the math work, but 27 and 25 do not. That's kind of how Exactly, exactly. I think the game is what's the minimum number of dimensions you need to make the math work, to make the theory come together, to have a universe that makes sense. So it kind of seems like um, all the dimensions we have, that's that's it. That's We can't escape to another universe or another world or we're kind of stuck with this reality. Hey, is this reality so bad, Jorge? Man, you're impressing <laughs> me. You mean like, hey, this is an awesome reality. I'm glad we're, we're in stuck it. with this awesome and amazing reality. <laughs> we have to spend it all day looking at depressing news articles. <laughs> um, there will be good news one day no, in this sure. dimension. Uh, I'm just um, kidding. And there's all sorts of other fascinating things I hope mm. we get to in another episode of the podcast, yeah. which can talk about like why these dimensions can explain mysteries. Like, why Ooh. is gravity so weak? It's so much weaker than the other forces. And can we make black holes of the Large Hadron Collider? All these really fascinating things could be explained by having other dimensions of space and time and having them be rolled up and curled up. It could even explain why how farts move through the universe. Why what? It could explain how farts move through the universe. <laughs> and um, You were like, what? You were like, stop yeah, paying attention yeah, there. And then like, he said, did, like, he, did really he just say, say farts? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tune back from? in here. <laughs> You didn't know about fart physics? Oh, fart physics is a whole new growing field. Yeah. To put it in perspective, right? Remember that the universe that you think you understand is definitely not the universe that we live in, right? The universe we live in is more complicated and richer and fascinating than you can probably even imagine. And sometimes we get these crazy glimpses of other possible theories of how the universe could work, and they might actually work that way. And and one day we hope physics will crack them open and reveal to us the universe is strange and bizarre and beautiful in, in ways that we can we really have a hard time even understanding. Yeah. And you'll discover there's more sides to it than you think. Yeah, and one day you will eat a 4D marshmallow. That's right. Riding a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, how many sides are there on a 4D marshmallow? I mean, a 3D marshmallow <laughs> is a 3D cube, right? So it's a 4D hyper yeah, marshmallow. I don't know. Actually, a marshmallow only has two Ds, right? Like two flat ends and one cylinder. What? Are you saying marshmallows are cylinders? I think I thought marshmallows were cubes. 
Did I just blow your mind? You just taught me the universe is different from what I always thought it was. Yeah, there's always something more to the universe. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, that was terrible. <laughs> Slash wonderful. The 4D version of that joke really is hilarious. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been a mind-blowing experience in other dimensions. See you next time. If you still have a question after listening to all these explanations, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daniel and Jorge, that's one word, or email us at feedback at danielandjorge.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.